And I know we're all sick of talking about it, but the uh, story of the week, Joseph Swali'i, it was great to see the little stand-up, little blue there between potato and, and bee sting into it. Um, but let's do our uh, three-to-one current NRL players with no union background who'd succeed in rugby. Now, Joey, uh, SPW, Sonny yes. had a bit of a list for you last night. Now, Sonny mentioned some players and some I've never heard of. Um, he said, obviously, there's a lot of Australian and New Zealand guys. So this is Union going to league? This is Union going to league. Okay. First one is Eben Etzebeth. I imagine he's South African. He said he's 125 kilo, over six foot seven. He said, Sonny said, I had a push and shove with him one time, and it felt like I was in a washing machine. Huge, aggressive, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if Sonny's ever been in a washing machine. Yeah. Ma- Manu Tuolangi. Now, there's several brothers, oh, Tuolangi. Yeah. He's a Samoan who plays for England. There's one. There's a guy called uh, Kaylan Doris, arguably the world's best number eight. He's Irish, big, fast, strong. He said, generally the outside backs that all go well. But he said a couple of the breakaways, number sevens and eights. He yeah, said, right. especially the English one, because they're really skillful. Yeah. Well, Eddie Jones. Good I remember him saying about Tulangi, how good he was. Mate, I, he was I met there. his brother one time, Henry. Henry Tuolangi. Now, if you Google him, yeah, he's a- he is the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. Wow. The big, I am talking Shit. two foot across the shoulders. If you Google him, have a look. Yeah. My gosh. Now, Webby, now the rugby league current players, who you think would go across and, and have a huge impact? Well, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Nathan. Without a doubt. I think Nathan because of his skill level. Yep. And obviously his kicking game. And with that in mind, I, it's probably it's obviously too late in his career, but I think Adam Reynolds could do the same. Yeah, I think so. I think so. if he, they got him early. And the third one is Latrell. Of course. Get Latrell winding up from anywhere, either wing, inside centre or fullback, he'd be pretty hard to stop. I've got, I've got Nathan as well. Nathan's an over. I reckon, mate, he could be Dan Carter. It, yeah. There's just so many similarities between him and Dan Carter. I've gone Latrell. You know, you play him 12 because he's got such beautiful hands. He could be crash ball or just feed him a little bit early and create. And Munster. Same with and Munster. Munster, yeah. Mun- Munster, Munster be too erratic. In the 12. I don't know, mate. I, yeah. I mean, I mean it's a very I structured game, isn't it? I, the other but, one spe- I mentioned too, because you know he'd just absolutely brain to be kick out playing oh, in the centre as well. Yeah, but yeah, he would have yeah. grown up playing rugby, wouldn't he? Yeah, he probably Ooh. would. He's from Fuji. But if He's I, actually from the island. Didn't, didn't rugby had a nibble, a fair few nibbles at Cronk, didn't they? I know that we, they yeah, went well, up he to play, He He... he Played play a lot as of a, union. As a, as a, yeah. as a kid, gotcha. Would, yes. would Munster, how would Munster go with the lack of space? No, I think he'd Because you know how defensive yeah. lines are like well, right on you? I have like, no idea. Mm. There's two things. Yeah. Think about that. Like about the 10. So the 10. So the 10 metres also gives the defence time to put for them to put you where they want you yeah. as, as well. Like people are all, t- all the time look and go, oh, it's such an advantage having that space. But... If you're running really smart attacking shapes, you should think of it the other way. They get no reaction time to look at yeah, you. Yeah. You know, that's it. Munster's very good at reacting to here's, situations. Here's one for you. Back in the day, Gordon, tell us. Imagine him playing in oh. the centre. I, I can remember there was one stage where there was talk of the Kangaroos playing the Wallabies. There was big talk in the early 2000s. Anyway, when I lived on the north side, Matt Burke, the rugby union player, he lived in Alistair. Anyway, he said, you know, we're talking, we're both on camp, and there was talk in the Wallabies. He said... Talk stopped because Gordon Tallis came out publicly and said, if I play against John Earls, I'm going to rip his throat out. 
<laughs> oh. And the sound like something This isn't a good idea. Yeah. God. Yeah, imagine Gordon, imagine Gordon back in the day, oh. either played in centres or coming off breakaway. Oh. I like to think that Gordon softened, Manny. I, I didn't know Gordon 30 years ago. Has yeah. he softened? Because like he's animal. quite, he's quite, well, joy, he's, he's like a joyful now. <laughs> he, Gordon is a real people person. Always ha- always was. It was just oh. when he crossed the white line and all of a sudden he'd just go, he go berserk. That's a bit like. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. What about tell about you, Benny? You I'm just I'm just looking at the one that Joey mentioned, uh, Iban Itzabeth. Oh, I know I'm not saying that what right. What a beast! Um, there's a couple of YouTube clips here saying he is the greatest rugby enforcer of all time. He is wow. one of the most scary men. Yeah, scariest. Scary. What are you? What are you got, Joey? Uh, I've got uh, Greg Inglis, Latrell. Thought Gordon Tallis, Mal Meninga. I think Meninga, back in the day yeah. at his best, Mal would have terrorised him. Mm. Uh, ben Kennedy, but he had schoolboy rugby union. Ben Kennedy was earmarked as the future captain of the Wallabies when he went. I think he captain Australian schoolboys. Yeah, and then Sheensy pinched him. Yeah, he went so, to Canberra. Mm. Would would current NRL players today have to put on like you look at you know your Liam Martins and your Yos and stuff? Would they have they'd have to put on? 10 kilos to no, play no, rugby. It depends what position they play. But even, even yeah. so, even out in the in the, cen- in the centre's position, you've got to put on a little bit more weight. I'll tell, you, you know, I'll tell you who are even bigger because I covered it at, at, at Olympics, Olympic Games. Have you seen the size of sevens players? Yeah. Like I covered the like The, 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 the sevens. Fijians, you see. Yeah, and I, I actually covered Sonny, Sonny when he played sevens at, for the All Blacks and did his Achilles in that first game. It was like, mm-hmm. And I remember you go down in the mix zone, so they all come past you. And a lot of the African sevens players would go past. They were Big the biggest units I've ever seen. Well, so like, like you look at Lockie Miller, lightning quick. But he's big. big, he's big, big, big. You can tell he's big. He likes big a legs. couple of deadlifts. Yeah. Well, after I <laughs> yeah. first retired, I went to South Africa to do some coaching in Durban with the Sharks. Same thing. I've never seen bigger men in my life. But big Africans. so uncoordinated, clumsy. Mm. They, they were like cavemen. I am talking huge, huge men. Who, who was the Who was the number eight there? The iconic uh, Ryan, um Not Ryan Kinkowski. Uh, uh, no, uh, Schmidt. John Schmidt? No, he no. was captain of the... Okay. I thought you were talking about Gronkowski. No, there's, a, there's Gronk- a guy called Ryan Kankowski. Now, yeah. if you Google him, he was about six foot five and was the quickest in the team, played in the forwards. When I came home, I rang Craig Bellamy and I said, mate, this is a South African bloke. If you get hold of him, it might take you 12, 18 months, this bloke would be the best back rower in the world. Should have seen him move. Mm. His nickname was the Hoff. He looked like uh, Hasselhoff. Right up, boys. Three to one. Ryan Kink. Union players who would have succeeded in rugby league from 1995. Now, I've done 1995 because I don't want to say, but, you know, in this, outside of of some of the key All Blacks, it's hard to... But yeah. you go. You, so you, since, you kick it off. So since '95, when it became professional, I've gone Christian Cullen, who would oh, have been a phenomenon. You know, Wellington Hurricanes was an amazing player at the All Blacks. Uh, Just Thunderbird Dyson, because Just actually was the player of the '95 World Cup, uh, no longer with us, passed away from motor neurons. He he was actually signed to the Bulldogs in 1995 to replace Terry Lamb, 800 grand a year for eight years, and then Louis Late, who ran South African. Rugby and was right at the top of politics. Said if you leave the country to play that cockroach code, I'll never let you back in. And Peter Moore gave just a release to get out. And the other one, Rapini Southour and Booker, the Fijian, oh, who yeah. is the most gifted. I think. I think as far as outside backs, I think the greatest of both codes. He was, 
He was th- he was that good. Uh, Ma'a Nonu. Now, the Bulldogs apparently nearly had him signed. That's right. Yeah, Tigers been, too. He Tigers. was a beast. You, you saw him at I, the... I saw him recently at um, Aqua Rugby. We did some things down there with him. And he, like, if you put him in a, like, a edge back row, running edge back row, he'd make Talakai look like a little yeah. boy. He's the same he build is, but bigger than Talakai. Yeah, he's like two Talakais. And he's, a, he's so placid, he's Talakai so beautiful. Square. But I tell you what, he's a you know what? beast of back a Back in the day, he used to wear makeup on the field. Eye he makeup. did too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, why? Uh, so Ma'a, Dan Carter, speaks for himself. Uh, and number one for me, Carlos Spencer. Yeah. King Carlos. Other ones, forwards, Jerome Kano and the late, great Jerry Collins. Yeah. But the the, the, the the All Blacks boys loved the league. Um, Absolutely Frank, loved it. Frank yeah. Panisi... Uh, he he spoke about when he he had a long a, a long spell in in rugby and he was in went French rugby South African rugby and had a stint with Northampton and he said when Carlos went there Carlos Spencer and uh, he said Carlos was just about the most gifted player he'd ever seen he said it was interesting I asked him about like in England Carlos's yeah, getting a, a great all-back player over there, how the English professionals found or English internationals found it. And he said at first they made it really quite hard for Carlos Spencer. Like, you know, like they'd rough him up at training a little bit. And Carlos kept saying to Frank, Frank, I'm getting to the end of my tether here. Anyway, one day the, the captain of Northampton's given Carlos a bit of a, a, bit of a nudge. And Carlos, they, they've had words and Frank's gone up and said, come, fellas, let's just settle down a little bit. Frank's gone away at the end of the session, looked over and they're standing there talking at the end of the session. Oh, good, they're sorting it out. Next minute, they're throrong punches into each other. Fantastic. Wow. Yep. Well, Isn't that very, the way? That's, very, that's rugby league. It is very rugby league. I, I, I'm going to say the obvious, Dan Carter. Mm. Like, just as everyone thought, wonder what Joey would be like going over. I wonder what, how Dan Carter would have gone. With would all he have been skills? robust enough defensively? Because I remember when he oh, came he, up, he bit... when Sonny went to Waikato and they played, one day they played, Dan was playing 12 mm. and Sonny was playing 12 and Sonny just kept running straight at him. All the time, and and I can see Carter was yeah, great ones learn. Yeah, uh, Totai Kefu. Oh, yeah, he'd be good. That's Tangles' cousin. He'd be good. Made of mind Tanga to Totai because he he'd never stopped. He's great, a great player. I remember last year they broke into his house and stabbed him. I know. Yeah, I know. that's right. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, gentle way giant. To, way to bring it down. And another one. Another one. <laughs> well, no one ever wondered what how what, what if how Campisi would have gone over if he came over. Got a big offer to go to St. Helens. Yeah. When the he Yellow did that brothers. pass. The Ellers? Oh. You know said? I know this is pre-95. The other one, everyone talked about Tim Horan. I always thought Jason Little was an incredible yeah, very player. Very good. They, yeah. both signed for, they both signed for the Crushers, didn't they, and got let out of their deal. I didn't know that. Yeah. They did. I know, but where did, did, Little, did Little go come over? Uh, no. No. I, no. I don't think so. But they did. They, they, they agreed to terms with the Crushers. Here's one for you. Well, uh, Simon Moran, who owns the Warrington Wolves, he offered Dan Carter astronomical dollars to come across and play for Warrington back in the day. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Why um, did you Why did you want to do it? Just need to change. Want to change? Want to challenge? Uh, to the ones they 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 tell a story that St Eddie's College, which is a very strong school in in Canberra. Uh, John Papahassis, who ended up moving to St. Augustine's of Brookvale, he was he, he coached the Australian schoolboys rugby. Anyway, they're playing whatever the the rugby competition, you know, 
the, the equivalent of the Commonwealth Bank Cup back in the day. So they've they've reached the about the quarterfinals in this tournament. They've looked and they're saying, what's this team? Where's Cromer? Where's Cromer High? What is that? Anyway, th- this side has come out of nowhere from the Northern Beaches and they've gone and played it. Anyway, Cromer's just given it to him. And he goes, turns out in that side was um, George Smith. And I'm trying to think the other Ooh. guy played for the Brum- Brumbies as well, just came back from Japan. The um, the centre or winger, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. I'll think of it in a second. But he said that at the oh, time, um, they, yeah, I know, I know, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll but they it. weren't they were they weren't rugby union guys. They were rugby league guys, and it was their first tenure into rugby. And he said they were just absolutely terrorising all the other uh, all the other. George centers. Smith's could, another one who might have might have would very have done well. very good. Yeah. Mm. I said to, I asked Eddie Jones in an interview. I said, "Who is the best?" You've coached or coached against, you know, who's the guy? And he said, or, or, and who would you pick to play for your life? And he said, George Smith. Really? really? God, yeah. that's a good run. Why are there so few all-black players? Like we just mentioned, a whole host of all-black players that would ever leave rugby to go to league. Mate, John Kerwin did. Yeah, John yeah, Kerwin, like, right at the end, and shouldn't have came to rugby league. He was cannon fodder. Uh, Mark Ellis is another one. Mark, Mark Ellis know. did. Uh, they, they, they were too like you, super like, high profile. Would it be harder? Like you talk about, you know, the criticism that Swalee's gotten leaving rugby yeah. league. You know, like the world has exploded for some people. But for I think is it for an All Black to leave rugby and say go off into league? Would that be harder for them to do? Well, it's a totally different game. Mm. Yeah, the, the principles and forwards. the skill. Yeah. The skill yeah. is the same, but it, it's just a totally, totally different game. Well, with Manly, Michael Jones and Zinzan Brook agreed to terms to come to Manly at the time that Matthew Ridge did under yeah. under Graham Lowe. But Michael Jones was Mormon and didn't know that in rugby league you basically only played on a Sunday back then. Oh, wow. And so they had to let him out Rem- of the deal. Remember Zinzan the time in Auckland? Come. Zinzan Brook and Paul Harrigan had a push and shove in the pub. Yeah. The whole pub stopped. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. God, oh. have phones back then. Imagine it could have been an international incident. Uh, we'll take a break. Jeopardy next.